I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. And you are listening to the, the Reading, Reading Aloud, Aloud podcast. podcast. A podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Is it recording? It's recording. Okay. So we are here in Oakland, California. We are in the beautiful home of one of your dear, dear friends. Yeah. Thank you for hosting, Rachel. So um, we have been thinking a little bit about what are we going to talk about today. And we learned um, less than 24 hours ago that Rachel and Zach have been engaged for a year Plus, no. Yeah. So we just learned this. And so we started to think about, so one of the things that was really meaningful for us was when we got engaged. Um, and it was much less about uh, being engaged to be married in the typical sense of things as it was about what happened to us in the engagement period. So we were engaged for approximately a year and three. A year and four months. Yeah. yeah. Oh, to, you got the days? No, but like approximately. Right. Yeah. Um, just a year and four year and months. Two, and two and a half months, something like that. Yeah, June to August. Mm -hmm. So the next year. So then we're in this beautiful space that we were not anticipating, which was the engagement period, um, which had, like, if I think back to some of the highlights of the engagement period, there was, um, I was hospitalized for a minute. <laughs> that mm -hmm. was the highlight. Um, the tables conversation about how to, like, the you know, we were sitting there and we were like, I'm, we're going to plan a wedding. We're going to have this amazing experience of planning a wedding. And and then all of a sudden you're bogged down with a lot of subtle. Like, yeah. Well, the interesting thing to me about the engagement period was as soon as you get engaged, people want to immediately jump into wedding planning and it's like automatically, Oh, what, what are you going to do? What, what's the wedding? It's like you immediately, and we forget about the sacredness of that engagement period. And actually that's a really unique special time that like you're, you're really only engaged um, for this short period and you know what how 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 does that kind of manifest how does that kind of translate and I it's it's almost you kind of have to battle in a way you have to battle not just jumping immediately into planning a wedding and thinking about things like tables if that's where you were going mm -hmm. with that yeah yeah it's like once it's like the day you get married people literally at your wedding ask you when you're gonna make babies <laughs> And then if you re reference our fertility podcast, yeah. it's something in the vicinity of four or a hundred years later. Yeah, that it still doesn't happen. Right, yeah. correct. Yes. So, so, you know, we find out that our friends are getting married and then the question becomes like, so what does it mean? So I am curious, Adam, why, um, why did you marry me or why did you want to get married? <laughs> um why did I marry you? Like, um, why did that's you a, even No, that's actually married? a legitimately a good question. I mean, love. I, I married because love. I married you because I wanted to, well, in fact, the, the act of, like, getting married is this kind of, you know, there's a whole institution around it, which I've, I've struggled with, but... The actual ceremony, I do very much enjoy ceremony. I think that there's some 
specific intentionality um, about kind of going through this commitment to, you know, creating, committing to something, going through a ceremony and committing to something in which you are going to kind of, in your own way, translate out through the rest of your life. That, and, and that was, that, that, that was kind of the, the, the one specific Hi, welcome. Come on in. Um, that was that was like one of the specific instances. I think that I wanted to marry you because you, I, I still feel like you are my soulmate, and I wanted to just be with you for the rest of my life. And then, therefore, that meant that I wanted to go through that ceremony of marriage with you. It's interesting to think about ceremony because, you know, ceremony is like a hot topic right now. People like to have, um, you know, we were talking tonight with this crew about their solstice ritual and having like markers of time and events and specific things. But there's something about marriage that like kind of gets under people's skin a little bit. Yeah, because it's, it, there's a bunch of bullshit created around it. And, you know, we're, we're like forced into it. But I, I think from my perspective, forced into it, forced forced into forced into this you know i think weddings can can translate even though our wedding was actually fairly conventional um they can translate into this kind of supposed to be done a certain way mentality and you have to do it like this because that's the way society says and you know that i there, that creates a lot of rebellion away from it but personally i still believe in that ability to commit and to rejoice in a celebration of love between somebody that in whatever capacity you want to spend you know the rest of your days with at least you're making that decision in that moment that you want to spend the rest of your days with and to me that's super powerful just like we were talking about um on valentine's day how you know we can reclaim this day that we have that's you know, a, somewhat of a hallmark holiday, but we can reclaim it back to a day that we're actually celebrating love out in the world, and that's pretty powerful. Um, I, I feel like we, there was some intentionality when, when as we went through the engagement period and around our marriage that there was that behind it, but that was just the kind of like, that's almost even how deep that sounds, that was just scratching the surface. I, I probably could have said that before we even got married. You know, I could have thought about it like that, but that wasn't even the one, like there was so much more that kind of came up to the surface that I didn't ever imagine would. So, you know, so we're in LA also earlier and we were talking with our other um, folks that we stayed with about their desire to get married. And then we also um, got, finally got to talk with who we're staying here in Oakland with about their decision to get married. And there's like this kind of thematic or theme about synchronicities. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's either like synchronicities or particular things that have happened. And I'm curious your thoughts on, do you think it's, um, like who's the wedding for? Is it for your friends? Is it for you? It's, uh, I think it's, I think it's for you. Um, and so then how does all, how do, so then the next piece, it's gotta be, it's gotta be for you. It's gotta be for you. If you're doing a wedding in whatever way that you do a wedding, if it's not for you, then what the hell are you doing? So one of the things that we talk about is this inventory that happens. Um, so then all of a sudden you're like making basically list, you're listing out all of your friends. Right. And here's why it's for you. So, so 
what 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 you're talking about is this was one of the things that was so crazy about our wedding planning to me was the fact that I had to go through because you invite people and you're you're it's like the one time in your life when all these people are going to be in the same place together. Um, at least it was that way for us. Um, it, it was like this going through this life inventory of my relationships and at what points, you know, because we, you've, I've lived different places and, you know, who, who are my friends now? And there was, you know, but it's this, it's this complete relationship inventory that, really very few other times in your life are presented an makes, opportunity to do it that. makes me think of like crossing the threshold of it in a new light like you're crossing this threshold because you're doing this inventory so there's this and clearing. then who do you bring with you as you cross this threshold well there's like, a clearing there? out so it's like people who do or and or don't show up for you all of a sudden like make it to the other side of this part of your life it's interesting because i don't think i mean i thought oh you and i are gonna get married right like cool we'll get married fun right and then it'll just be about you and I but then it becomes this whole thing about your entire life you're making this entire inventory of your life and then you're crossing this threshold into this new state of affairs of your life just because you decided to marry one person just one other person mm -hmm. and then everything about your life is different because or at least it felt that way to me because you know, like lost friendships in the process, gained friendships in the process. Yeah. Um, you know, my family who hasn't spoken to me in four years since that day. I mean, it's like it had changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like for me, it made it was a it was a gut check on how how people in my life influenced me and how I wanted to prioritize those relationships because why is that important though because it's I, I think it's I don't know the importance of it off the top of my head but it's fast Feels super significant to me well very significant but it's 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 fascinating also in a way because it's this it's you know it's it's forcing you to actually assign people relevance and and to think about oh how did that person impact me and do they do they quote-unquote get invited are they there and why are they there um, one of the things that I enjoyed that we did we picked people for our we did have people standing on either side of us and we picked people based on their influence in our relationship lives not necessarily how close of friends that they were. And I, right, exactly. I think that's super interesting. So it's like all these people are really important in our lives, but the people that we picked to stand there had had a direct relationship to us, right? So that that like kind or of helped us evolve in our relationship uh, way of being right. to make us kind of who we were at that moment when we were standing there. Right. And we we made a lot of friends mad in that moment because they didn't they weren't like. I think that we made a there. lot of people mad, period. Why do you think we did that? <laughs> because people are self-centered, and they thought the day was about them. Yeah. <laughs> and as people do, you know, they think things are about them. They make things about them. Did they need to be invited to the wedding then? Who? Those people. 
looking back, I mean, I think that that's the, I think that that's interesting. You know, you balance out like, and so this is, this becomes now like, like I really want to take this outside of weddings because it's, you know, micro macrocosm of it or whatever. But like in my, in my opinion, this is the whole thing about people pleasing and like, who's, what are we doing anything for? Like for whom are we doing anything? And then, you know, at what point do we just, aren't we doing it though? Aren't we doing it though to create experience? Like, like we, I, I, maybe it's who directs what experience is going to be good or not, but like we, or what we think we want um, but we're doing it to create an create an experience. We're 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 going through that pain and heartache, and we're pissing people off because we have a vision, we have an imagination of what it's like to have all these people that we love in a single place having a big party that you've curated. To me, that feels like you know something. I, I would with no expectations that, of the that outcome, everybody of kind of wants right <laughs> um you know that's that's why we're doing it that's why we're we're mm-hmm. going i think through i think i'm to, so i think i'm still just like kind of taking it outside of wedding and i'm still thinking about like p- inventory of life and people pleasing the importance of like taking a regular inventory in your life and how that then changes the course of your life yeah i hear that one way that one way that I've liked to think about it is like thinking about the people in my life seated in a theater and, you know, some people come in the theater and come in and sometimes people are in the front row of my theater and, you know, and I'm on stage and then some people, sometimes they exit and they go to the back. Sometimes you have to kick people out. Sometimes people are, you know, on the balcony and it's kind of just this like flow of, of folks and you're always kind of looking out onto the audience and the it's kind of constantly changing who is out in the audience and i guess it came up with the topic of wedding because that's the one time that you really literally have to go seat by seat and think about how how important are you to me why are you sitting here and why are you sitting there um was there anything that i mean i'm positive some of these people will be listening but like is there anything that surprised you as far as friendships or family or I think that there was I think what surprised me was friendships that I thought were stronger that just weren't that I thought people would show up for me and it was a it it really made me reflect on how how actually like how good a friend I am, it made me think about that. Like, it, it made me think about, oh, am I just, like, do I think I'm a better friend to a lot of these people than, than they are? Because when, when I am calling on them, they're not responding or they're flaking. And I didn't think about it in terms of, like, who they are, but I thought about it in terms of how I am, and how I'm the, treating what those was people. The... A, lot of, a lot of, like, self-doubt and nervousness. That's how it made me feel. It made me feel really, it made me doubt myself. Um, it made me doubt, like, my ability to create connection with people. Um, you know, I probably was too harsh on myself, but that's the way it made me feel. And how about now? Like, it, you know, four years later in retrospect? In retrospect, I think that I still hold on to it. 
Um, I still hold on to like friendships that went on the rocks on that or that I lost um, based on that inventory. Not necessarily a wedding, but like based on doing an inventory of my life, I lost friendships and I lost connection with people because they didn't show up and I still like hold that pain in me. I, I definitely do. I still hold that pain in me. I still hold on to that because it, it plays into my people-pleasing tendencies. It plays into my desire to want to be like super awesome to everybody and everybody to see me as like, oh, they're really a great person and a, you know an awesome human. And when somebody doesn't show up for you in a critical moment, then at least for me, it made me think like, oh, maybe they don't see me as that. And then, yeah, I'm repeating myself a little bit there, but I just, I just held on to it. And I still don't think that I've been able to kind of like fully let go of all that. Hmm. Um, even though I don't think about it daily, I haven't been able to let go of, of losing people out of my life. Like I, I hear your stories, like you've had to, you've had to let some friends go. Like you've had to break up with some friends essentially and I never had to do that until the, around when we got married it makes me think so it's like got me thinking in two directions one is like what um like is that a natural progression of like so like is marriage actually more significant than people think right like is that the natural progression those people that you had to let go of or that didn't show up for you or whatever it was like that was the, their season of your life was your single life right mm -hmm. potentially and then the other thing that makes me think about is like what um like w my experience of it which was maybe more like it was a good, like I had too many friends. And so it was actually a relief to have some people be like, Oh, these are the people who don't show up for you when you need them to. And then the people who did like wild people showed up for us. Like, I mean, even people in this room, like flew, if I understood correctly, like flew and then flew back. I don't know that they slept for three days, <laughs> some, something like that. <laughs> I feel like they flew one morning and then they stayed up for some extended period of time and then they flew back. Exactly. Um, uh, you know, so it's like that's showing up. Right. And then and then there were people who didn't. And it's like they that were maybe right around the corner. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, OK, good. It, done. Yeah. But how can you say good? How can you say good I for losing too, a friend? It's too like, many friends, and and with that you. Put what does more, that mean, though? What does that mean? Too, you have too truly many too many to. Like, I mean, I understand like you don't have time for everybody. Right, but prioritizing people, and then also just like it's like oh, you didn't show up in this moment. I think like, for me now, now, I know your real true colors, and so not I can in a let hostile way. No, not in a hostile way, in a relief, and like that that you know that I would maybe be able to finally admit that I had put more into the relationship, which is a painful experience to be inside of friendships yeah. that you that well, that's are what happened to me too in my own way of like feeling like feeling like I was giving a lot's relationship and I wasn't receiving it back right and that's important to know for me personally like that I am aware of my tendency to be more loyal than other people might be to me and or like 
like it does it's like in a it's like in a romantic relationship when you have to break up with somebody because you recognize that there's more give or take than than is right and you have to admit that there is an unbalance or an imbalance or an inequality there and it's like that happens in friendships it's just an inequality yeah i still struggle with that i hear it you have fewer friends (laughs) i hear it like but i i struggle with the fact of it's it's okay to well it's great i mean it sounds like you have grief yeah right and, and and it comes back to me, like, it, it really does come back to me, and I hadn't really thought about it like this, but it comes back to me in terms of, it's like a form of self-doubt. Like Are you going to cry? No, I'm not going to cry right now, but, um, but yeah, but it's like self-doubt about this, so. I think you're going to cry. First <laughs> podcast ever, Adam's going to cry. Although everybody says that you cried in... Another one? Yeah, and then I listen back, and it's... A hundred percent sounds like you're crying. The fertility one, do you cry? Yeah. What you made that asked you this yeah. before you said no. See, this is the stuff we typically edit out. <laughs> not, not editing. <laughs> um, I think I think if if anybody wants to to have you did this the other time. Did what? That I that that, <laughs> that that we get like off on some random flighty thing, and then I like flighty. cut it, cut it, and flighty. Yeah, well, we we're talking about me crying, which had no real like. I yes, I cried on that podcast, but I think that was the only one. And then end of story, right? Yes, and then you divert to anybody else have anything <laughs> else to say? <laughs> is this is this back to my fear of like screwing up and hundred percent? Yeah. Well, how, what how are else, people gonna think? How, how else does that show up in our relationship? The wh- what other people think of you? Yeah. Oh, you know. Does it impact our relationship? Yeah, because like like today on our hike, when you said we'll be on a hike for thirty minutes, and then it was three hours later, um, and we I was frustrated because it was we were like in the woods and we need to be here and like all this stuff and. And I was going to, um, I had this inclination to, cause I had posted on Instagram about being in the Redwoods and I was like, oh, I'm going to say something about 30 minutes turns into 18 hours. And I was like, no, no, he'll be sad that people right. don't think he Right. Knows. And when you yeah. share and write, and we've talked about this in terms of, you and know, now how, it's public on the podcast. Yeah. And, and how I, when, when I get down on my when you share your feelings about something that's not right and I get down on myself I make that about me and it's not acknowledging of your feelings in that moment because I'm then like hard on myself and therefore then you can't actually be able to feel your feelings because I'm making it about me correct I hear that yeah I struggle enormously with that I I don't even know in this moment how I would get how I get through that. If I've made a decision that has negatively impacted you, um, or let's expand it to this broader conversation that we're having. If I've made a decision that has negatively impacted somebody else and they're sharing that, I find it damn near impossible to I think not you, I think you think feel it's, bad yeah because I think you think it you take it to your character when really it's an incident like you always take me on the right length hikes 
you didn't today at all. Right. And then, and then it's like this, what is, no but relevance. I can't, I can't feel bad about that. There's no relevance to your character. It's like, not like your direction. Yeah, but how do I have an emotion about it when it's, it's my emotion. I was frustrated. Right. I understand so that. So it's mine. I, I claimed it that. already. Yeah. So you can't. In I other can't. words, you're not allowed to have any feelings. Are you crying now? <laughs> no, I'm not crying now. <laughs> not crying now. Anybody else want to join? No, no, I'm just kidding. No, I think it's fine. I think it's fine to invite folks up to join. Yeah. So if anybody has any thoughts on any of the topics, including crying on the podcast, if you want to cry on the podcast, please join us now. Hi. You gotta get in. Okay, you gotta raise in there. Hi. 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 What's your name? Hi, I'm Alec. Hey, Alec. Hi. It was just the the only thing, you know, I was just thinking about how how crazy it is that marriage, you know, this act of marriage and so on and so forth, should be freighted with such such power uh, that I, I had no idea that that you, I mean, I know there's, you know, one or two things I'm somewhat aware of uh, that, you know, troublesome for you about that. But I didn't know that that that, that, that whole event would have that kind of impact on people. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was <clears throat> 200 of our <coughs> closest friends and family all in one place. Yeah. Um, you know, you, I, I don't know how you would do that without some sort of having a having an impact on you well i you know one of the things about marriage that is, and it is strange why is there this best man why in fact are there people on either side of you i mean it would be better i i think if you didn't have you, you know that much segregation right it's just get everybody together and just get up there because that that's got that's got to be a hard decision for people to make like who's going to be my best man well, there's these five people that might buy for it, and you're going to piss somebody off, and that seems ridiculous. Who would be your best man? Who would be my best man? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Me. I did. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't... I don't want to make that. Then don't. Right, then don't. Then don't. So, so but... Right. But I think that that's the point, of, right? You know, marriage is the way we do it, and that's, you know... Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot. I think, I think part of it is, like... Do do what – this is what we were saying earlier in terms of, like, it's it's for you, you know? So if you don't want people standing there, then it's fine. But it's – like, if somebody does want that, it's why do you want it, right? Do you want it because that's what you're supposed to have in this, like, very traditional sense? Or do you want it because – for for me, it was actually really meaningful and important to – have you standing on my side because you were a major influence over my growth in terms of relationships at a certain time and that that was important for for me to have that there but if i think it's if like somebody flanked d- by like ultra support like everybody's there to support you but that lineup is like ultra support but you know, I mean, I think the whole concept, you know, like this is where we get to kind of like deconstruct what it means to be married. And, you know, we got these books, somebody sent us in the mail that we never really figured out who, but it was like The Knot, which is like the 
the I'm gonna. it's like the it's wedding like book. the very um it's like lists and all the ways basic yeah. whatever it's like uh, how to have like the consumeristic wedding. Yeah. yeah consumer wedding consumer and then there wedding. was and then in the same box there was like ha- like how to have your backyard wedding and talked about backyard weddings being the most successful marriages and etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's like to create one's own experience but it's interesting because we were talking again when we were in LA and even today and it's just like this you don't hear people talking about wedding without like what other people want and or expect of you or hope for you that you even are getting married yeah I mean, what to me the thing about weddings that that I do think are sweet because I don't really believe in the in the institution of marriage you know it's, it's a religious construct primarily that uh, you know civil society has laid certain added benefits on and so on and so forth but it is really sweet to get up in front of your friends and say, this person, yeah. this is the person. That's the ceremony, me, yeah. You know? um, and that is nice. You know, that, that's a nice thing to do. And it's a nice thing to do for yourself, but it's a really nice thing to do for your friends and, and family and whoever's there. And, you know, you don't need all these things you know all these things that we all these uh, yeah all these things that we put on to to do that it's enough so yeah thanks gotta get up close and kiss it hello um so why am i why am i getting married Mm -hmm. why am i choosing to get married Mm -hmm. um i mean yeah i guess even just saying that it's a choice just now feels good um, and it feels like a choice I'm excited about making right now. Yeah, I think in the begin, I mean, we're seven years in. I think there's been times where, yeah, I wasn't ready, and I and I feel ready now. Um, and it's yeah. Go ahead. What is ready? What do you, what is like, I'm curious, like, what do you mean by, is it a feeling? Yeah, it's a feeling in my heart. Um, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to compare because I'm not married. Like, and I don't know what that experience will be like on that day or in that, like, witnessing. I can only, like, imagine that. Um, and it, that excites me, that idea of, being witnessed by my community, by my friends and family. Um, And yeah, I think if I really also think about it, I mean, I was sharing this a little bit earlier because I think in my heart and with with Zach, we've, we've, we've already made that commitment to each other long ago. And so between the two of us, that commitment has already been bound um but it feels more like i'm ready to have the rest of my community be a part of it in that congealed way mhm mhm thank you for sharing that is there anything that you have experienced that you haven't expected just in having made that decision to what you know like whatever it is that's shift in the process of shifting right now is there anything that has happened that you haven't expected besides lots of flower beds and maybe you expected that 
Oh yeah, I guess it's I guess it's funny. The first thing that came to mind was something that you were talking about earlier, which is just how like one thing that I wasn't totally expecting and I'm still not it's like the most obvious, most conventional things that kind of catch me off guard. Um so even like so I was the one who first proposed to Zach um, on a beach on um, New Year's Day morning. Um, Were you had you planned to do that? I mean, we've been talking about it, um, but that moment was not planned. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, we were with we were with community, we were with friends, and that was our proposal and you know we spent some time on the beach and then eventually came back to our friends and shared it and um you know it was like a celebratory moment within like minutes somebody asked us like do you have a date (laughs) (laughs) i was like i I was shocked we're like on a beach right you're like computers there's no calendars like Literally, it had just happened, like, moments ago, and, like, you know, it was, like, already planning and things that I wasn't even thinking about um, totally entered the scene, and I think there's still aspects of that that keep coming up where I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, like, yeah, I need to schedule this and do that, and running out of time and was interesting so yeah it's like marriage <laughs> as this like amazing celebration of love period end of story meets marriage the like napkins and <laughs> how many bottles of wine will you have and where yeah and i was gonna say like isn't it it's it's crazy how we have we it, you're almost kind of constantly battling that throughout the whole process and it starts you you get engaged and then immediately, even in close friends, ten it's like we can't help ourselves ten minutes after, so when's the date coming? you know, and for us too, it was like as soon as we got married, literally at the wedding, so are you having kids? you know immediately yes, we're tonight we will make yeah, children exactly, tonight right. <laughs> um anyway it's it's you're 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 constantly almost and so it is. That is another aspect. Like we talked about going through this inventory of friends and family and, you know, who is coming and who is not. But then as well, it is this, it's like this test in, at least for us and our experience or my experience, I should say, like this test in courage and values and truths to constantly being able to navigate not only those questions, but continuing to navigate this path of like, I'm going to maintain this for me not for everybody in a way that's a blessing i see that in a way that that that's a blessing because you learn a lot about yourself you learn a lot about oh i'm going to have all of these pressures and you don't have to um you can choose to elope and you know do do whatever and that's totally amazing too but like if you choose to have um a wedding that you know you have kind of all these pressures that come in and it can't it is a really joyous incredible journey but like but it is, it's like a journey and then you're it's doing, a journey and you're it's a it total journey and we your, don't actually talk about that aspect and you're it. doing it with your person yeah thanks for sharing yeah. Rachel. Thank anything you. else okay um 
Yeah, I, 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 I am. I am actually really, really motivated right now by that. Not only it's a journey, but that it's something that, um, it's like a test. Lessons it's like and less self, lessons and yeah. self, and that that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. And anybody else can join at any time too. Hello. Okay. So something that has surprised me through your conversation is how critical people's attendance was. And as someone who's missed lots of weddings, <laughs> I like had, n- had never considered the the other side of it. And like how you've used the su- the word support over and over and that it was this like friendship critical moment ending process because I've always thought of my attendance as like not that important. I'm like, this isn't about me. This is about these two people getting married and they have their family and they have their friends and like, I wouldn't even get to hang out with them necessarily. So, but in thinking of the weddings I've missed, it's been like, I've been really close with one of them, but not necessarily familiar with the relationship, which made it seem more acceptable Mm. to miss. And there still seems to be like a lot of judgment for each of you of like who showed up for me. And I don't think of people needing support in moments of celebration. I think of like, it's important to support people when they're in crisis and when they need help, but not when they're like happy and peaking. So yeah, that was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that perspective. Um, I think for me, it's like, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I, my experience personally, and it, I'll be clear. It wasn't a ton of people, you know, wasn't, there were people that couldn't make it that I was totally fine with. Um, it was very few, just a couple. Um, and I, and I think it was, a it was, a for me in that moment, it was something that had been building for a while um and it was just kind of you know oh okay this this person isn't giving as much effort to this um friendship as I am and that that kind of manifested in you know um or those those folks not but I do think that it is still in it it's important um, and of course, if you can't make it to a wedding, you can't make it to a wedding. I, I, it's not, it's not going to be, it does not have to be in any way the end of the friendship. <coughs> but, but it, but I, I would, I would say that at least my experience of putting one on, you, you want people to be there as witnesses. Um, it is for you, but like, you want everybody to witness this and you, you put a lot of, time and thought and intention into something and it's like think about I would think about like some kind of creation like a piece of art or something that 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 you put a lot in and you want people to see it you know and celebrate it and you're inviting them to come celebrate it and it's like oh I'm 
I really want people to be there to celebrate. That's kind of how I look at it. I but think, I, I hear. Yeah, and I think for me, so watching, because I think there's like a, like here, we're here in the home place of some of these people who weren't able to make it for you. And like the relationship is just, it just isn't anymore, but it's not for lack of, like it was a marker. It was almost like it was the the moment create the moment created like a marker for both parties of like oh we are actually going in separate directions. Um, and then I don't know. I think it's interesting. So like I had mentioned earlier, I have this section of my family, close family, who haven't spoken to me since that end of the since the day of my wedding, and. Um, it's like something shifted in our relationship and I'm not sure exactly what it was, but it was like the wedding had was a marker of, you know, or like a friend who was um, at another wedding that same day. And it's yeah. like, that was a bummer, but she couldn't come. Or a friend who like financially couldn't make it. It's like, they can't come, right? Like, that's okay. Um, but yeah, it was like then, you know, these kind of like, almost like the like, I, the, like I'm not, gonna show up for you yeah I think for for me it is it's like I think if you're using the art metaphor it's like you're having your art show and you really want your support there to kind of witness this thing that you've poured your heart into so yeah but that's a great point thanks yeah thank you how, how do you think that being witness transforms the experience and the lasting experience mm. um for me, it was for me it was like a it's an energetic thing. Um, there was a, I, I keep coming back to all of my most important people in my life, and people who I'm connected with like through blood, through family, all in one place at one time for for this for this kind of experience, and that that would not happen ever again in so my life. Like, this is your life. What this is my life. No, 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 no. Oh. That's the like 70. What is it? That 70s show? <laughs> no, it was in the 70s. What is it, Alec? This is your life. It's a cavalcade of people from your life early, like into Yeah, and then. The, yeah, what was the show? That. <laughs> But that people come through and you're just like, oh my gosh. And then there's Sandy and Molly and Angie and oh my like first grade teacher. Not that those people were all there, but like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know like why it's so freaking significant. But the witness piece of it is, I, th it, could know, it be like a reflection of uh, it's, it's like, and maybe this is, maybe this was just for me, but it's like a, and maybe this comes back to my kind of people pleasing and self worth attachment things that I have, but like I am, def I am not only defined, but in many ways, like I am made up of all of my relationships and all of these people who have influenced me so greatly and shaped me and made me and like guided me and supported me and loved me and I've loved them. And that is like my experience. Um, and then it's a manifestation of that experience in one place. And you want the meaningful people there. You know, if it's like if they're not there, it's something's missing. It's like that piece of you is missing. And when you're committing, when you're committing to this person that for me was super meaningful, like I'm I'm committing my 
mind, soul, spirit, body to like to muddy soul, like I want all those people to be in that commitment and translate that to to there. And so I think part of it is like I couldn't do it alone. Like I can't do this relationship alone. Like Mm. I need it. I need you all. Um, You know, I think that I live a very community centric life that I do actually rely on people heavily. Um, Yeah. 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 Come on up. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Felt like I had to get up here. Good. Um, mm-hmm. Abraham and I are engaged. Woo! And we're planning our wedding this year, so it's super on topic. <laughs> and my last name in German means words man. So an opportunity to talk is always exciting. I <laughs> love that piece that was left off and really like why for the ritual. Then, you know, why bother with this big party, with this whole money, all these planning, all these things, you know? And, um... I didn't really understand any of that really to start with until I met Abraham and it became very clear at one point that even though we have this very solid spiritual commitment to each other, you know, in the energetic realms, we still live in a very 3D physical world and it felt very important to honor our love and honor this commitment through a very physical 3D experience and not just like our energetic spiritual commitment that has already happened you know so really at the seed it feels that is really the big why is because as above so below you know if we're committing to each other energetically and spiritually is important to um, also honor that in some kind of physical form or gesture yeah it's a shout out to really ask everybody to ask a lot of whys right so the and the the idea of like setting intention so we talk a lot about in some of our podcasts around the way that we set intention so it's like as opposed to just doing it because which was brought up earlier is like you know the whys of it but like instead of just doing it per the not or something like that it's like you know I'm actually going to hand pick and choose what is actually meaningful for me and some of it based in historic uh, cultural reference that are actually meaningful if you look into it but to be adopted in a way that works for your relationship and Adam and I created a mission statement for our wedding and everything that we did all the choices that we made were vetted against the mission statement so that kind of clarified for us like you know, the something blue and the something old or like all these little nuanced things. Like, does it fit into the mission statement or not? Yeah, I appreciate all that intention. And I think it's I think it's an, a testament to um, I think it's just just an, a testament to how much possibility there is with at a wedding and at a ceremony of that magnitude. Thanks, y'all. Well, um I think we should get married again. No. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Um, Tonight, it's happening. So the big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, thank you all for tuning in and being here tonight and having this conversation with us around weddings and relationships and um, my, my people-pleasing needs and, and all the things that we talked about. So... Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, blessings, y'all. Love you. Bye.
Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.